This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Coast to coast and around the world on this Labor Day Monday. Welcome to BetQL Daily. You can hit us up on twitch.tv backslash BetQL, the Odyssey app, and of course, BetQL Daily on Twitter. I'm Jim Rodriguez sitting in for the Joes and Aaron with Mark James and a cast of thousands. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Labor Day Monday. Wow. College football is back. Indeed, indeed. The wallet may be a little lighter, uh, heavier. The heart was racing. Mark James, are you okay after a, a thunderous weekend of college football? J-Rod, I'm all right. I'm okay. I wasn't a, uh, a, a certainly a weekend that I'm going to be able to, to retire on. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I, I decided to go parlay heavy. When it came to this weekend, just due to the fact that it's the opening weekend and you never know what's going to transpire. And, and let me just kind of explain to you how there is such a incredulous thin line between winning and losing, especially when it comes to the world of sports gambling. So we get to um, this weekend, week one. And it's it's sort of unreal, and, and I hope you did better than I did because I, I certainly didn't do that great. But you look at – did you, you do all right, dude? Eh, I mean, I, I had a couple of bad beats. We'll get into that. I was actually on an airplane flying to Los Angeles. I'm in Los Angeles at 6 a.m. West Coast time right now, and I was watching oh. the Purdue-Penn State game on the plane just going, oh. Oh, people are people are staring at me like, what's going on with that guy? Is he okay? So it it started off a little wonky. Well, so Thursday night comes around, right? And you know, I decided to go with a parlay. Uh, had West Virginia plus the seven and a half points, which was fantastic. You mentioned Penn State, Purdue took Purdue plus yeah. the the points in that game, so lost by a half point there. Then it get to Saturday, and I, I've got I, I did a fourteen parlay. Don't ask me why. I just decided said, listen, let's just do this. I, I I'm feeling strong. I got I win all totals, J Rod, and I won by a half point with Oklahoma UTEP going over the number fifty seven and a half by a half point, and then lose, uh, despite the fact that the game was fourteen seven at halftime. The number fifty one and a half on the game, Texas State Nevada. Texas State gave up 24 points in the third quarter alone. 
So still in decent shape. But Nevada lets that sort of backdoor touchdown in at the end of the game. I'm like, well, it's 51 and a half. So maybe Texas State will say, you know what? We're down by 25 points. Um, let's just go ahead and uh, try for the two-point conversion. No, they kick the extra point. So I, I've never had really in a span of 48 hours to have two games where I win by a half point in two games where I lose by a half point. So that was basically the, the, the tale of my weekend overall. It was just eh, to give you a Larry David curb your enthusiasm, nothing spectacular, but I also didn't want to sort of put everything in the middle of the table, all the chips there in the middle. It's week one. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. We've got plenty of time to get back on the right side. So I just sort of, you know, owed a little bit of juice. Not a bad weekend, not a good good weekend, just sort of, eh. Well, listen, well, let's let's relive some of this stuff and as it relates to the sports investment world. And, and let's start with last night, you know, uh, Florida State and LSU, essentially a home game for LSU since the game was played in New Orleans. And special teams just absolutely uh, did in the Tigers and the family. And how crazy was that ending to a game, a blocked extra point after the Knowles fumbled the ball to put the game away. LSU drives the length of the field, scores a touchdown, then the blocked extra point. If you had FSU and the points, you were a winner. The under came in. That must have been insanity watching that. It was. Oh, man. I, and you, you just got a sense that with about – under nine minutes to go, Florida State's up by two touchdowns, and you're thinking that, oh, I mean, this thing is is over. LSU scores a touchdown, they, you know, and then they're, they're the only time all game long they're able to hold Florida State to a three and out and force a punt. Florida State obviously punts the ball, and Malik Neighbors, prior to Florida State fumbling at, at LSU's goal line, Malik Neighbors fumbles the ball, and it's just like you feel for the guy. You're like, okay, this guy's going to be the Bill Buckner of this game. But no, Florida State fumbles the ball. LSU is pinned up, you know, back of their end zone. They need to go 99 yards, and they do. And, you know, during that drive, they discovered that they have arguably one of the top, if not the top receiver in college football, Kayshawn Booty, and he steps up in that drive. They get a touchdown after there's one second left on the clock where they can get a final play, and then the extra point gets blocked, and you're just saying to yourself, oh. Crazy. You, you just – and not that many people love Brian Kelly, and I would imagine a lot of people don't. Be like, wow, can you imagine – like this is setting up for an epic comeback in Brian Kelly's first game as the LSU head coach to no avail. I got to give kudos to Mike Norvell, Jordan Travis, and Florida State. Wow. They look great. And right away, when you, you hear the word portal, portal this, portal that, I would say the two biggest portal impacts we saw all weekend long, Caleb Williams obviously going from Oklahoma to USC. They played Rice, so I don't know how much we can look at that. But Jaden Verse coming from Albany, Albany, that's Division One uh, FCS Albany, not like what they used to call one double A, going to Florida State and wreaking havoc 
on LSU's offense all night long. And J-Rod, you and I have done enough shows together to know. Um, I didn't think this season that as a as an alum and a lifelong diehard Miami Hurricane fan who bleeds orange and green, that I'd have anything to worry about when it came to Florida State and the Garnet and Gold. I know it's only one game, but I was impressed last night by Florida State. They, yeah, listen, they I, I, have I, not, yeah. I've I've told people about this. That to me, there's like about three or four kind of games that that could could wreck Miami season, and that Florida State game was one of them. And people were laughing at me. And then here here we are. Both teams had a had a have a over under win total of LSU and Florida of six and a half. So all of a sudden, Florida State taking a huge step to get that number. And LSU, if you had the under in that, you were happy with that six and a half. All right, let's get to the to the to, to the ranked games. The, the biggest game was probably st- to me staying in Florida. Florida, Utah going to the swamp. Utah, to me, that was a huge game, Mark, for Utah. Here's why. that You know, the the, the, the Pac-12 is falling to, to, to bits. Everybody's leaving. Utah, that was kind of a sexy, maybe they're going to be the fourth team of the defending Pac-12 champions. They, you know, to go, to win for them, for the conference, they struggle on the road, and the Gators got them again. And Anthony Richardson, hello, Heisman. Yeah, and you can see why he's projected to be a possible top 10 pick in next April's NFL draft. I mean, that was uh, that was a game that Kyle Whittenham and Cam Rising, they needed to, to come through, and it was, oh, what a horrific weekend for the Pac-12 overall. Now, right. J-Rod, you remember going way back to Memorial Day and looking at those early lines. At one point, Utah, when these lines first came out, they were an underdog. They ended up becoming a favorite. Uh, they were ranked number seven preseason, and and for them, kudos to them to you know go and play a non-conference game like this and go on the road to the swamp, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. But yeah, there's no question when you saw Anthony A. Rich, Anthony Richardson, do what he did and Billy Napier's debut coming from the University of Louisiana and now coming to play big boy college football. He made a lot of crucial calls with personnel and strategy down the stretch of that game. And Florida and the Swamp, it was just too much to overcome. And, boy, uh, that was uh, – that you, Utah needed to sort of be the flag bearer for the Pac-12 after what happened earlier to Oregon, uh, who was getting all those points, 17-and-a-half to be exact against Georgia. They couldn't do it. And it's – oh, like – other than, you know, Trojan, the Trojan War that's coming with obviously Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison and Lincoln Riley at the helm, it's a one-team conference because it seems like already you can forget about Oregon. I'm not giving up on Utah just yet, but like I'm looking at their schedule the rest of the way, J-Rod, Southern Utah, San Diego State, and then the rest of the Pac-12, where's... Where's going to be the tough games? And they do play USC at home coming up in the middle of October on the 15th, to be exact. Other than that, if, if you know, there's not going to be a lot of opportunities for them to gain the ground. This was that interconference matchup that they really needed to win, and they just couldn't quite get it done. But that was a really good game. Yeah, and, and and Anthony, and then going back to Florida, A. Rich, man, three rushing touchdowns, 106 yards on the ground as the quarterback, and he is firmly now in the Heisman talk. C.J. Stroud, of course, from Ohio State, uh, the leading candidate, and of course, he showed why, 223 yards, two touchdowns, Ohio State didn't cover. Ohio State did not cover. They were laying yeah, 17 but, but on, against Notre Dame. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, hold on, C.J. Stroud. Do you do you really feel that that performance warranted him now? Well, I, I think he held. I think he held serve. He held serve. He didn't hurt himself. He didn't hurt okay, himself. He didn't hurt himself. Ohio but State A. Rich definitely. Yeah, they, they yeah, were that, struggling that's all game long against Al Golden's defense there at Notre Dame, and yeah, they broke through at the end. I I felt it was a very underwhelming performance by C.J. Stroud and Ohio State. Just, again, 17-and-a-half-point dog. I thought we were going to see a sort of – I mean, I really thought going into that game – and, you know, and when is the question posed to J-Rod about Ryan Day being maybe the most overrated coach in college football? Because this guy has sort of been the Larry Coker – to Urban Meyer's Butch Davis. He's inherited an abundance of talent. Last year, didn't win the Big Ten, lost to Michigan, and didn't accomplish any of their goals. I felt like Ohio State, other than Oregon, was the biggest disappointment of the entire weekend. I thought this team, I, I thought they were going to score over 45 points on Saturday night. Like, it wasn't yeah. even close. And if Notre Dame had any semblance of an offense – they could have won that game. Unfortunately, they just didn't. They, you know, they didn't score any points well, after halftime. I will say this, and I am not a, I'm not a Buckeye homer. And you're right, the offense definitely raised an eyebrow for Ohio State. But that they shut out Notre Dame in the second half. I mean, they held the, they held them to ten points. So there's got to be a little bit of a, of a silver lining. You know, they won the game. Yeah, they didn't yep. cover the seventeen, but they did shut out Notre Dame in the second half, which is saying something uh, to what yep. that defense could possibly do. Uh, other you know, ones, Bama. You know, Go ahead. Yeah, no, they've got uh, obviously Jim Knowles they brought over from Oklahoma State. They had the number one defense in the country last year. So you started to see that more in the second half of that game. Yeah. Uh, some some chalk. Bama, Bama did Bama stuff. They, they, they shut out Utah State 55 to nothing, laying 41 and a half. And yeah, I was the dope. I took Utah State in the 41 and a half. USC pounded rice 66 to 14. Oklahoma, I was, you know, Oklahoma 45 13 over UTEP. Um, they, Barely covered the 30 and a half. So Oklahoma now, maybe they're that fourth team. Maybe they're that team that's trying to find their way, you know, in the Big 12 and, and into the, the college football playoff. Oklahoma did good for them. So did showed a good, you know, showing against uh, Utah. And then the, the craziest game, Appalachian State scored 40 points in the fourth quarter. So if you had if you had App State and UNC, UNC at over 120 Three points, you're good. You went over. You were. I mean, yeah, that was 124 points in that game. Uh, uh, one of the biggest tells over the weekend, though, to me was that, and and you know, looking at this uh, from the ACC perspective, is that North Carolina is absolute trash. Uh, they gave up yeah. six touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone. Six. So, J. Rod, if you were in Gene Chizik's role as the D coordinator of North Carolina, and uh, you know, I just say that you were compromised. 
and I was some billionaire, you know, like gambler on sports. And I said, hey, man, I'm going to pay you quadruple whatever North Carolina is paying you. But I want you to give up six touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone. I guarantee you, if you told your defense to do that, they would have trouble doing that. That's an accomplishment in the worst type of way. And North Carolina should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. That was pathetic. That, to me, was a loss. Kind of the way NC State versus East Carolina. If East Carolina had a semblance of, of yeah. some type of kicker, uh, the Pirates would have won that game. But North Carolina, to me, like showed that, that they have zero defense. And they will not. They will be a non-factor in the Coastal Division all season long. I think it's time for Mac to finally sort of move on in that twilight of his career. And you can tell that the twilight of his career, he's looking at it right now. Yeah. Well, listen. And we're going to take a little break. We've got college football today. We got one game today as we look forward toward week two. Lots to get to. We're going to have uh, uh, Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. We'll talk a little pro football. And oh, by the way, the NFL starts on Thursday. MLB card to get into on this Labor Day Monday. Plenty. Plenty to get after it. With Mark James, I'm Jim Rodriguez. A cast of thousands is with us. Labor Day Monday. It's BetQL Daily. Don't go anywhere. We were presented by MGM. Watch us live 24-7 on the BetQL Network right here on the Odyssey app.